This is a Tuesday afternoon. You're listening to the Muster on Hokanui. It is Steely Dan for Sergeant Dan on a Tuesday afternoon. Sergeant Dan stock feeds right here in Gore. Daryl Moyles, good afternoon. Yeah, good afternoon, Andy. I'm a big fan of Steely Dan. They're good. Um, how's things been anyway? It's into September. The weather hasn't been the best over the last couple of days, but I suppose we look at what the last 10, 14 days has presented us. hasn't been too bad overall. No, no, it started off pretty good and we sort of probably got lulled into a false sense of security with those good days, but yeah, we're a bit cooler. We normally get a cool spell in September, so hopefully this is it. Not too bad. And that's the thing, like the lambing guys are just starting to get into their work. Carving, um, getting well through now. Geez, where's that gone? Yeah, and most guys had a reasonable run that I'm talking to too. There's a lot of guys just got the tail enders, um, so most of them are pretty happy with uh, the weather they got through that, definitely. As far as Sergeant Dan's stock feed goes, Daryl, how's things been over the last few weeks? Yeah, no, well, we're flat out now with car feed and dairy feed. That's a cool business at this time of year. Um, and they're tracking along pretty well. A bit surprising with the environment we now live in. Uh, but, no, we've been flat out, actually. It's going pretty well. Um, so, yeah, no problems there. Uh, raw materials are starting to come back in price, which is fantastic for everybody. Um, the further we get through to the... In the year, the prices are just coming back all the time, so that's pretty positive. What do you make that down to? Oh well, we import a bit of stuff, you know, that, and um, the importers tell me it's all freight. Um, some of the things like mag oxide, I think I've mentioned before, we're paying about two hundred dollars a ton less than this time last year, which is, which is quite, um, you know, a big improvement really. It's fascinating. We think to a couple of years ago, and not even that long, Daryl, like shipping lines and the way they were due to the pandemic. Geez, I seen a photo on um, social media this morning. A shout back, shout out to two years ago, when the police actually um, got a feed of KFC that somebody had tried to bootleg and put it on the bonnet of the car. It was uh, it was interesting times to say the least. Yeah, no, it's it's good that the shipping companies have pulled their head in a wee bit and things are a wee bit tidier now. That's for sure. Well, talk about poultry feed um, with the KFC theme, I suppose. Um, yep. Something that you guys deliver in quite a big supply. Yeah, well, I mean, it used to be quite a small part of our business, um, but important. Like, we, we're quite passionate about the poultry side of it, and Natalie, a nutritionist, if you've spoken to her, she's really passionate about the poultry side, and so we think our feeds are quite strong um, formulations and always been popular, but nowadays, with the influx of people having chickens at home and, and even guys, you know, rearing two or three hundred to, for eggs, um, you know, we're now selling around a hundred tonne of chicken feed a month, which for us, for our mill, is massive, absolutely massive. You know, we're struggling to get um, raw materials on time. We just uh, keep getting blown away by the volume of chicken feed we're selling. So that's really positive. Um, we've got two lines, really. We've got a commercial line for some of the bigger users and um, the old mill line, which we advertise quite a bit on your station, um, you know, available through the farm source stores. That's going very, very well. Fair to say there would have been too many bigger chicken producers in the South, Daryl? All the big, yeah, well, there's a lot of big, um, the big guys like main feeds and that, of course, not in our area, but there was never a lot of um, backyard chickens or, you know, two or three hundred hen flocks in our area that we supplied. Now we have, you know, we've got a a couple up in Clydevale who've got about 6,000 chicks running around their, chickens running around their dairy farm laying eggs, so um, that's quite a big operation. And, you know, they're using big tonnage as a feed, around 30 tonne, I think, a month they'd go through on average. so the chicken feed, you know, there's quite a few with 100, 200, 300, 500 chickens. So that's quite big business for us now, and it's uh, quite an important part of it. Isn't it ridiculous to think how eggs all of a sudden have become like a black market commodity? You can go to the supermarkets here in Gore, and they only turn up certain days of the week. It's bizarre. 
you all it is. I'm having trouble getting eggs myself, so I need to speak to some of my um, the people that are using our feed so I can get some eggs because they're very short. It's it's random, all right, very random. Well, it's about who you know, know what you know, so I think you might be sorted there, mate, if you just put a wink, wink, nudge, nudge on the side as I do the next pick-up. Yeah, I'm going to have to, otherwise yeah, otherwise I'm, I'm short of eggs, so not not ideal. So you're noticing a lot of people just doing like minor backyard operations as far as having their own hens and the likes now as a result? Oh, there's a lot. There's, we've probably got um, a dozen or 15 people that have got a, one or 200 chickens just um, rearing them for eggs. Yeah, it's quite popular. Makes sense though, doesn't it? Oh, and it's not that hard. Um, you know, you get bigger than that, it does be a bit of a bit of an operation. But um, you know, there's a young girl's a good article in one of the farming magazines about the girl out of just out of Invercargill, and she's up buying a ton of feed, I think, every week or every fortnight, and she's doing really well out of it. High school girl, and um, she's right into it, and she's got a good wee business. Absolutely, it's all about entrepreneurs, especially in this day and age. Uh, sheep nuts and the likes. How's that been? Yeah, well, that's been going better than I expected as well, but that's starting to tail off now. Most guys are um, will have them spread out in a lambing now, so there's not so much nuts going out, but um, that business was, as I said, a lot better than I anticipated with uh, where farming is at the moment. And that's the thing, isn't it? Life just continues on the farm, but you can't just substitute when it comes to nutrition. No, you can't. well, we don't think you can. I mean, that, we're a bit one-eyed about it, but clearly um, you know, when it affects production and, and your next season's crop of... Um, produce you've got to be pretty careful with nutrition absolutely just finally mate we'll touch on this because next time we speak to you the final should just about be over and done with rugby world cup uh, what chance do you give the ab's of actually going deep into the tournament oh look i'm a, I'm a staunch ab supporter and i absolutely gutted the other day I, I don't think france was that flash i mean they clearly beat us but um they didn't really show that much i think our, our guys were just awful um so we can't really afford to do that. We need to beat a couple of minnows, and then we're going to strike one of the big teams, aren't we, Ireland or South Africa? Um, so I'm not putting my house on the All Blacks at this stage, Andy, that's for sure. One of the theories that was put out there on social media last night, and I doubt it would happen, but it would be that France fields a B team against the Italians. If the Italians got an upset win, shock, horror, that way, um, you know, if the All Blacks don't get a bonus point victory against the Italians, could be game on. But I doubt that would ever happen. The All Blacks will get out of the pool, but you did right the other day. That French team was nothing fantastic to write home about, and um, absolutely, they need to up their game if they want to go deep into the tournament. But South Africa, Ireland, France, New Zealand, they were the top four they talked about. Um, that Wales-Fiji game yesterday. The Fijians, would be great to see them beat Aussie, get out of the group, wouldn't it? Well, I was actually quite hoping that they beat Wales. Um, yeah. but they're playing some really good rugby now. They're playing you know, what we'd call normal rugby now. Um, they've got some massive skills. Like I'd love to see them go deep in the tournament. The argument is they should have beaten Wales yesterday too, just one straight pass and they were there. But nonetheless, um, Daryl Moyle, Sergeant Dan Stockfeed, of course you're located here in the magnificent Sergeant Dan Cremota Man building here in Gore. What's the best way to get in touch? Oh, just our 0800 number, which is 0800 SGTDAN. Good on you, Daryl. Always great to chat. No worries, Andy. Have a good day. Cheers, mate. Daryl Moyles out of Sergeant Dan Stockfeed. Proud sponsors of the Sergeant Dan Farmer Roundup. Every Monday here on the muster as well. Before we wrap up for the afternoon, we're going to head up to Balfour and we shall catch up with Connor Miller from Balfour Young Farmers.